Hey there, I'm Becky, and welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to take some literary escapes. I've got several books for you, so buckle up and don't worry about packing your bags. I've got you covered. Hey there, welcome to the Literary Escape podcast. I am your host, author Becky Lee, and I am excited to have you here with me today. Today we have a really fun um, adventure. It is, our destination is Iceland. And I feel like Iceland is one of those cities where it's on a lot of people's bucket list. And I highly recommend going if you ever have the opportunity. I went there several years ago and it was just phenomenal. And I can see why so many books, so many of the people in Iceland are authors because it is a place that inspires and just gets the creative juices flowing. And that was before I became an author and on the trip, on the flight home from Iceland, I'm writing out all these ideas for stories and that I wasn't even writing at that point. So just to give you an idea, but I have a whole list of of books for you today. I couldn't stop at just three or four. So I have a whole bunch. So hang on and uh, get ready to escape to Iceland. So book number one is a mystery thriller. It is called Jar City. It is an Inspector Erlander novel. And the author is Arnold. I'm, I'm going to apologize right now for some of the pronunciation. I'm sure I'm going to massacre some of the names on the list today. So just get that out there right up front. So Jar City is by Arnolder Indridsson. So here's the blurb on this one. When a lonely old man is found dead in his Reykjavik flat, the only clues are a cryptic note left by the killer and a photograph of a young girl's grave. Inspector Erlander discovers that many years ago, the victim was accused but not convicted of an unsolved crime, a rape. Did the old man's past come back to haunt him? As Erlander reopens this very cold case, he follows a trail of unusual forensic evidence, uncovering secrets that are much larger than the murder of one old man. If you like a good mystery thriller, check out Jar City. That'll take you around the city of Reykjavik. Book number two is one that I read before I went to Iceland. And it was back then there were not, I couldn't find as many books that were set there. And so this one is called Names for the Sea, Strangers in Iceland by Sarah Moss. It is a memoir of, um, by, by the author. So Sarah Moss had a childhood dream of moving to Iceland, sustained by a wild summer there when she was 19. In 2009, she saw an advertisement for a job at the University of Iceland and applied on a whim, despite having two young children and a comfortable life in Kent, England. The resulting adventure was shaped by Iceland's economic collapse, half of which, which halved the value of her salary, by the eruption of the volcano, hmm, I'm not sure I can even attempt this one, Ijaf. Jalakokol, and the collection of new friends, including a poet 
who saw the only bombs fall on Iceland in 1943, a woman who speaks to elves, and a chef who guided Sarah's family around the intricacies of Icelandic cuisine. Moss explored hillsides of boiling mud and volcanic craters and learned to drive like an Icelander on the unsurfaced roads that link remote farms and fishing villages in the far north. She watched the northern lights and the comings and goings of the migratory birds, and as the weeks and months went by, she and her family learned new ways to live. So if you'd like to read a interesting um, tale by one woman and her adventure of moving and living in Iceland for a year, um, I enjoyed it. It's a little slow moving, but it's... Um, it's a beautiful story about a beautiful place. So book number three is called, it's another memoir, and it's called Wild Horses of the Summer Sun. This one is by Tori Bilski. Each June, Tori Bilski meets up with, a, with fellow women travelers in Reykjavik, where they head to the northern, where they head to northern Iceland, near the Greenland Sea. They escape their ordinary lives to live in extraordinary one at a horse farm perched at the edge of the world, if only for a short while. When they first came to Fingyar, these women were strangers to one another. The only thing they had in common was their passion for Icelandic horses. However, over the years, their relationships with each other deepens, growing older together and keeping each other young. These women leave behind the usual troubles at home, illnesses, aging parents, troubled teenagers, financial worries, and embrace their desire for adventure. Buoyed by their friendships with each other and their growing attachment and bonds with the otherworldly horses they ride, the war warmth of Fingiyar's midnight sun carries these women through the rest of the year's trials and travails. This book is filled with adventure, humor, as well as an incredible portrait of Iceland and its remarkable equines. So if you are a fan of horses, Iceland, or just incredible escapes, then you're going to want to pick up Wild Horses of the Summer Sun by Tori Bilski. The next book is a, um, probably a uh, fictionalized biography. It is called the Far Traveler, Voyages of a Viking Woman, and this is by Nancy Marie Brown. And this is the remarkable story of Gudrid, a female explorer who sailed from Iceland to the New World a millennium ago. 500 years before Columbus, a Viking woman named Gudrid sailed off the edge of the known world. She landed in the New World and lived there for three years, giving birth to a baby before sailing home or so the Icelandic sagas say. Even after archaeologists found a Viking longhouse in Newfoundland, no one believed that the details of Gudrid's story were true. Then, in 2001, a team of scientists discovered what may have been this pioneering woman's last house. Buried under a hayfield in Iceland, just where the epic tale suggested it would be. Joining scientists experimenting with cutting-edge technology and the latest archaeological techniques and tracing Goodridge's steps on land and in the sagas, the far traveler reconstructs a life that spanned and expanded 
the bounds of the then known world. It sheds new light on the society that gave rise to a woman even more extraordinary than the legend had painted her and illuminates the reasons for its collapse. So if you enjoy inspiring stories about strong women, The Far Traveler by Nancy Marie Brown. The next one is a short book. It is um, The Guardians of Iceland, and it is a book of a collection of Icelandic fairy tales and legends that come from the days of the Vikings. These stories of trolls, magic, hidden people, and creatures from the sea were passed down from generation to generation, told on cold winter nights in front of a fire before being written down a hundred years ago. The stories are brought together here, updated, and so now you can read about trolls that wandered through ice, throughout Iceland, the race of hidden people with strong magic powers, and the four powerful beings that protect Iceland from all invaders. The mermaids, the mermen, giant shape-shifting seals, dragons in disguise are all here for you to discover. So if you enjoy a good fairy tale, folk tale, pick up The Guardians of Iceland by Heidi Herman. That sounds like a fun one. Okay, our next one. You can see why I had trouble. These all sound really good, don't they? This next one is called The Tricking of Freya, Freya F-R-E-Y-A, by Christina Sunley. A young woman obsessed with uncovering a family secret is drawn into the strange and magical landscape, language, and history of Iceland. Freya Morris is living in New York, far removed from her family and her past, when she is summoned back to the formative place of her youth, a remote Canadian village called Gimli, where her Icelandic ancestors settled long ago. Her ancient grandmother, a woman who knows all the family stories, now clings to life. In Gimli, Freya picks up the thread of a secret, one that leads her through her history and ultimately back to Iceland. Along the way, we learn the story of her early visits to Gimli, the truth about her exuberant mercurial aunt, and the full scope of a tragedy that shattered her childhood in an instant. So... The Tricking of Freya by Christina Sunley. This next one sounds really interesting to me. Um, it's on my to-be-read to be list. It is called The Hitman's Guide to House Cleaning by Hallgrimmer Helgeson. With some 66 six hits under his belt, Tomislav Boxic or Toxic has a flawless record as a hitman for the Croatian mafia in New York. That is until he kills the wrong guy and is forced to flee the States, leaving behind the life he knows and loves. Suddenly, he finds himself on a plane hurtling toward Reykjavik, Iceland, borrowing the identity of an American televangelist named Father Friendly. With no means of escape from this island devoid of gun shops and contract killing, Tragic, <laughs> tragic comedy hilarity ensues as he is forced to come to terms with his bloody past and reevaluate his future. So, The Hitman's Guide to House Cleaning by Hallgrimmer Helgeson. 
Number eight is The Northern Lights Lodge. I read this one not too long ago. It is by author Julie Kaplan. And it is, here's the tagline, escape to the coziest little lodge in Iceland for love, log fires, and the northern lights. Doesn't that sound lovely? This is a romance, obviously. When a shattered heart and her career completely in tatters, Lucy needs to get away from her life in the UK. But when she takes a job as a hotel manager of the Northern Lights Lodge, she doesn't quite expect to find herself in a land of bubbling hot springs and snowflake-dusted glaciers, and in the company of a gorgeous Scottish barman, Alex. Determined to turn her life around, Lucy sets about making the lodge the number one romantic destination in Iceland even though romance is the last thing she wants. However, as Alex and Lucy grow closer under the dancing lights of the Aurora, Lucy might just learn how to fall in love again. So if you'd like a little Icelandic love story, check out the Northern Lights, the Northern Lights Lodge by Julie Kaplan. I've got one more romance for you. We're reading it in our book club right now. It's called Snug in Iceland. It's by Victoria Walker. Rachel Richards is stuck in a rut. Her boyfriend, Adam, barely notices her most of the time, and her life in London isn't as exciting as it should be. When the company she works for, Snug, asks her to oversee the opening of a new store in Iceland, she jumps at the chance for a change of scenery. Exploring Reykjavik with the help of an Icelandic tour guide, Jonas, Rachel discovers that life that life is out there waiting to be lived. As she falls in love with Iceland, she begins to see what is important to her and wonders whether the life she left behind is what she wants after all. So if you'd like to read a fun, another fun love story set in Iceland, this one is called Snug in Iceland by Victoria Walker. And the last book I have for you, it is a nonfiction, and it is about another remarkable woman some three, hmm, 250 years ago, I guess, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, it is called Woman, Captain, Rebel by Margaret Wilson, and it is a daring and magnificent historical narrative a nonfiction account of Iceland's most famous female sea captain who constantly fought for women's rights and equality and also solved one of the country's most notorious robberies. Every day was a fight for survival, equality, and justice for Iceland's most renowned female fishing captain of the 19th century. History would have us believe that the sea has always been a male realm, the idea of female captains almost unthinkable, but there is an exception, so notable that she defies any expectation. And this is her remarkable true story. Captain Thuridor, born in Iceland in 1777, lived a life that was both controversial and unconventional. Her first time fishing on the on the open, unprotected rowboats of her time was at age 11. Soon, soon after, she audash, audaciously began wearing trousers. She later became an acclaimed fishing captain, brilliant at reading weather and sea craft, and constantly brought in the largest catches. In the Arctic seas where drownings occurred with terrifying regularity, she never lost a single crew member. Renowned for her acute powers of observation, she also solved a notorious crime. 
in this extremely unequal society, she used the courts to fight for justice for the abused and in her 60s embarked on a perilous journey over trackless mountains. Weaving together fastidious research and captivating prose, Margaret Wilson reveals Captain Thurder's fascinating story, her extraordinary courage, intelligence, and personal integrity. So if you'd like to read a story about this remarkable captain, Captain Thurder, it is called Woman, Captain, Rebel by Margaret Wilson. So that is my escape for you today to Iceland. And if you didn't find a book in there that you wanted to read, I don't know if I can help you. There are plenty of choices and all kinds of genre. Iceland is such a fascinating place. And I tried to hit stories that were lots of different genres and hit lots of different parts of Iceland. And so hopefully there's something for everyone here. And I hope that you'll share with me which ones, which books you've read and which ones you've enjoyed. So you can find me in the show notes. Um, click down and you can find how to reach me. I would love to hear from you. Have a great day and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escape Podcast. If you enjoy hearing the behind the book story, then join me in the Literary Escape Society. We are a community of travelers who love books or maybe book lovers who love to travel. Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time on the next episode.